The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right now, though, want to get to this story that Canadians from coast to coast to coast following as well. Uh, the Canadian military mourning today after word that one of its new cyclone helicopters crashed in the Ionian Ocean between Italy and Greece. Yesterday, a Royal Canadian Navy helicopter on a NATO mission carrying six members of the Canadian Armed Forces, went down with all hands in the Ionian Sea off the coast of Greece. They were flying from the Canadian naval frigate HMCS Fredericton, home port of Halifax, as part of Operation Reassurance. One casualty was recovered and five are missing. As you heard, it happened yesterday. The news broke around 4 o'clock, and we told you about it here on 6.30 Chet Afternoons, and that at the time, the HMCS Fredericton had lost contact with the chopper, and crews were searching the area for those on board. Now, throughout the evening, we heard very little from the Canadian forces, but finally, in a series of tweets and a Facebook post, the CAF made this statement, quote, we've contacted all primary members of those who were on board the Cyclone helicopter that was involved in an accident in the Mediterranean Sea. Search efforts continue with our allies. The helicopter was operating with HMCS Fredericton as part of this standing NATO Maritime Group 2. Now, a short time later, we were told that one body had been recovered and that the search continued for the five others on board. That search has continued throughout the day. Chief of Defence Staff General Jonathan Vance says the flight recorders have already been recovered. The... Uh, recorders uh, broke away from the helicopter um, uh, on the crash and floated and they had a beacon that's automatically um, set off and the ship uh, ship and the ship's crew was able to were able to find that uh, the beacon and therefore recovered it the body of Sub-Lieutenant Abigail Cowbro of Nova Scotia has been recovered. As I mentioned, the search continues for the five others that were on board. Cowbro's father, Shane, posted on Facebook that he is broken and gutted. The Prime Minister paid tribute to the entire crew. The women and men of the Canadian Armed Forces are the hand of our intentions, the concrete expression of our valour and values as Canadians. And so we stand with them and we hold out hope to find the missing. David Pugliese is an award-winning reporter for the Ottawa Citizen, has been covering military affairs in Canada for decades now. He has been following this very closely over the past 24 hours. He joins us this afternoon. David, welcome to the show. I wish it was under different circumstances, of course, but can you tell us what's the latest? So the latest is that the um, Canadian forces have confirmed the names of the five individuals that are uh, that are are reported missing. Uh, we now, as you pointed out, uh, have the name of the uh, one deceased. Uh, they're still continuing, you know, uh, searching, but uh, the debris field, as it's called, the pieces of the helicopter spread over uh, a large area in that uh, in that ocean. So it's going to be a, a difficult time to, uh, you know, continue continue on and see what's going on. 
Uh, you've been doing uh, some investigations into this. Can you tell us what you've learned about Sub-Lieutenant Abigail Calbro? She's from Nova Scotia. What did you learn about her? Well, she's, uh, you know, her, her family and friends uh, have been using uh, Facebook to, you know, post different things about her to, and, and to aid in their grieving process. She played the uh, bagpipes. She was uh, uh, known in, in her church group in, uh, in uh, the Dartmouth area and, uh, and uh, very young. Uh, we haven't got an age yet, but uh, in her in her photos, she looks like uh, you know she's a, a young uh, a woman uh, in her prime um, who was unfortunately killed in this accident. Uh, she was a, a maritime systems operator on board the uh, helicopter, so she wasn't um, she wasn't a member of the crew. That helicopter usually carries uh, four crew members, but it can carry other people. Uh, depending on the mission so uh, and, and this mission was just regular training so we don't know why she was on the helicopter at this point. Uh, David, the HMCS Fredericton left Halifax in July. Lots of fanfare, as there tends to usually be. Can you tell my listeners about op op Operation Reassurance? What Canadians are doing with that operation and in that area? So essentially Operation Reassurance is to uh, go in the to have a force in the Mediterranean in the Black Sea and it's a NATO operation the main thrust of it is to have a presence to send a signal to the Russians uh, as you know you know the Russians uh, have made some moves in the Crimea and such so this is NATO's response over the last several years to have a presence to say to the Russians we're here uh, you know, we're here and we're watching. Yeah, okay. So tell us a little bit more uh, about the cyclone as well. The cyclone is a relatively new in use to the Royal Canadian Air Force. It replaced that uh, workhorse of a Sea King that was in the air for a very, very long time. What do you know about the cyclone? So the cyclone, uh, there's 28 of them, uh, I guess 27 now, uh, uh, from Sikorsky, uh, which is a helicopter company. It's owned by Lockheed Martin. Um, it's had a... Um, uh, Sikorsky's uh, cyclone has had uh, issues. Um, you know, there's been delays in getting this helicopter. There's been issues with software on board. Um, the RCAF uh, has still kind of, uh, you know, said they believe in the helicopter. Canada is one of the, I think it's the only one using it in a military uh, the situation, uh, but the cyclone is used in Coast Guard uh, operations uh, in a number of countries. The recovery of the black box and the flight recorders, of course, crucial in any crash and any investigation. Um, we've been told that they have recovered those. They break free automatically, I believe, and some flares get sent off. What will happen next with that, David? So those black boxes are going to the National Research Council in Ottawa, where they'll examine, uh, uh, you know, the voice and uh, voice communications uh, before the accident. They'll take a look at uh, what was recorded by the black boxes so any any anomalies in in the operation of the helicopter and that's what they're going to focus on uh, flight safety uh, a team from the RCAF is on its way to the scene right now and they'll be the ones who are doing the main investigation and the investigations usually take several months 
What can you tell us about where it went down? We heard um, the CDS talk about a massive debris field and the depth of the water there being uh, something like 3,000 meters. What what do you know? Well, it's off the coast of Greece, and, and you're right, it, it's a 3,000 meter depth. So, and I think that's why they've been very reluctant to talk about any recovery of the helicopter or, or the components of the helicopter. So they're still still dealing with that. Um, there's Italian and Turkish uh, Navy ships uh, in the area helping out in the search. Um, so that's the situation at this point. David, um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember the last time six Canadian military members were killed. But, well, were one we know is is for sure uh, five more missing. Um, I, I think you know we'd have to go back to Afghanistan for for that for an accident like this. Yeah, it, it definitely. Um, Afghanistan was the time where you you would have five, six. I think you know I can't remember back to that time. I mean, but yeah. easily six uh, uh, during IED uh, attacks and that type of thing. In 2006, uh, we had a uh, RCAF Cormorant uh, helicopter go down off the East Coast and three individuals, uh, that's a search and that's rescue right. helicopter, and three individuals were killed in, in that uh, accident. All right. Uh, we know that the, the fleet of cyclones has been grounded for right now. What impact uh, will that have on, uh, on, 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 on the Air Force's ability to do things right now? I don't think it's, it's going to have a, 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 a great impact because General Vance seemed to indicate it was going to be uh, for a relatively short period. Uh, the search and rescue uh, helicopters are, are still operating. Those are the cormorants. And, and so for a domestic purposes, uh, that's what Canadians would see, you know, mostly uh, mm-hmm. coming in contact with that. So, and I would imagine they're just going to take a look at uh, if there's a fleet-wide problem with the cyclones. But the, from what General Vance was indicating, it didn't seem to be the case. Okay. And uh, just before I let you go, and I sure do appreciate your time as you try to stay on top of this story and the developments. I mean, um, you, you look at where uh, the Cyclone fleet is based out of, out of 12-wing uh, Shearwater, um, Nova Scotia, just um, still reeling from that, that mass shooting a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago. A huge blow, another huge blow for, for that province, isn't it? Uh, definitely. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, those six individuals are all from the Halifax, Dartmouth area. Um, now, you know, their hometowns are right across the country, from B.C., Ontario, and that type of thing. But, uh, yeah, their families are, are centered in, in Nova Scotia, and uh, it is a significant blow. And David Puglesi joining me this afternoon. David, thank you for this, and we'll be watching for your continued updates in the Ottawa Citizen. Thank you so much. Great, thank you. All right, uh, David, again, um, has been covering the military in this country, I think going back as far as 1982, uh, so on top of of this situation. So we know that there were four members of the Royal Canadian Air Force. There were two members on board from the Royal Canadian Navy. Just a short time ago, a joint statement uh, was released from um, the commander of the Navy and the commander of the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, they confirmed, as I mentioned, that uh, Sub-Lieutenant Abigail Cowbro, uh, Maritime Systems Engineer Officer, originally from the Toronto area, she's the one whose body has been recovered. Um, she has ties, it looks like, to Peterborough, the Peterborough area as well. At, at one point, a very active piper. There's actually, a, you know, in a pipe band, uh, there's video of her um, playing pipes um, in numerous locations. I can tell you that the missing right now are Captain Brendan Ian McDonald, he's a pilot originally from New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. Captain Kevin Hagen, who's a pilot originally from Nanaimo, B.C. Captain Maxime Miron Morin is an air combat systems officer. He's originally from Trois-Rivières, Quebec. Sub-Lieutenant Matthew Pike, who is a na- uh, naval weapons officer originally from Truro, Nova Scotia. And Master Corporal Matthew Cousins, who's an airborne electronic sensor operator, originally from Guelph, Ontario. Those are the five who are still missing. So the uh, investigation is underway. The search in that debris field continues. Um, I can tell you this afternoon that... um, her father, uh, Cabro's dad, had put on Facebook when the news broke. He said, I'm broken and I'm gutted. There are no words. You made me forever proud. I will love you always and miss you in every moment. You are the bright light in my life, taken far too soon. My goes on to say, my beautiful daughter has been in a military accident and passed away. Uh, that was her mother, Tanya. She will no longer pipe her songs to all those that love her. The very beating, no fluttering of my heart has stopped. Nothing can replace her. And it looks like from some of those pictures that um, uh, she comes from a, a military family. So we'll keep you updated on this as more information is, uh, is made available. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.